Hello everyone and welcome to episode 6 of the Weekly Freestyle with myself Tom Dean and my co-host Alex Sutton. I know I say we have a special episode coming for you every week but we do have a very special episode because we are both overseas, we're in Italy, we're in Rome for the European Swimming Championships. I'm, I'm the one swimming, Alex is the one spectating um, and we are recording our first abroad um, episode together which I think is quite exciting. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, this is the the last competition special. I know you've had a few mm-hmm. busy weeks, yeah. but this is the last one where we're sort of focusing it on the competition. But obviously, it's a, going to be a good one out in Rome, enjoying the sights and stuff. And and we've actually got our first live guest. Today. We, we we do have our first live guest, and um, so yeah, there are three three lads out here. Um, very kindly come all the way from Maidenhead to support me. Um, Alex, Luke Withers and Oscar Kelly. Um, those two lads I actually grew up swimming with at Maidenhead, um, which is really cool to have them out here supporting. But like Alex said, this is the last pure, pure swimming special. Uh, I've actually had a few requests to learn more about yourself, Alex. It's been really? quite swimming-centric the last few weeks and wow. people want to know more about my co-host, which is quite exciting. People want to hear what I've been up to. Well, so, I mean, we can start with our, our side of the week. Let's kick it off. Uh, if you want to do that. Yeah, so we headed out on Saturday afternoon we got an afternoon flight all was looking really good it was the quickest I've ever been through an airport we kind of got dropped off at Gatwick by Luke's dad and we, we were sat on the plane thinking this is this is a dream we're going to make the session like the evening session so easily because um, I was racing in that final session we were, wasn't I? yeah so we the, the clocks jumped an hour forwards um, and I think we were sat on the tarmac at about probably about midday so I think this is going to be great but um, annoyingly we were we were delayed an hour so I think right this is going to be tough we're going to have to get across the city somehow um, but thankfully we, we we did all right with the taxis and we turned up probably about five minutes before the session started so I always like to think that you win some you lose some but on the ones you really need to win hmm. uh, it all turns out all right so yeah we thank thanks to Speedo they sorted us with tickets for this week which has been great we've had some some unreal seats yeah no it's been really good um, Speedo obviously one of my sponsors and very fortunate that in the sponsorship deal they always sort out family and friends with tickets so yeah big shout out to speed on that one yeah no we will come back to our side of things for sure in, in a sec but should we jump to jump to some of the racing as we're on absolutely, the competition absolutely let's special? do it where do you um, start well I think we should probably start with that first race I did yeah. the 100 meters freestyle mm-hmm. um, big so race big huge race huge race, race. This, was, this was our first race that we were we were aiming honestly, for honestly you couldn't have come for a better one really um uh, so for myself personally the big ones were obviously Worlds and Commonwealth Games they're the big ones for us this was kind of a tag on me came here have a bit of fun so you know I'm not racing as quick as I was at Commonwealth Games or Worlds you know I've done over 30 international races in the last two months so it's taken its toll a little bit the main focus for us were the relays but I thought I'd do my only individual this week would be the 100 meter freestyle you know it's a bit of a splash and dash so I do enjoy it and you know just thought why not it's not too demanding and I thought I'd I'd go in for it so um, <clears throat> made it through the hemi uh, Made it through the heats to the semis and then made it into the final. Um, scraped into the final. Scraped into the final. We love eighth, that though. Which, which we got a lane. Absolutely got a lane, got, got a chance. Um, didn't really have a chance in this race, but um, we, we, we still had a good time. Yeah, so I was out on the outside lane, but going in fastest was the Romanian swimmer David Popovici, who's only 17 years of age and he was five one hundredths of a second off the world record in the semi finals. So everyone was like, are we going to see a world record? This would be insane. And for, for those non-swimming you know, swimming nerds out there, the 100-meter freestyle world record stood at 46.91 by Cesar Cielo, the Brazilian sprinter, um, broken in 2009 in this exact same pool out in Rome at the World Championships in, obviously, one of the now-legal supersuits, which is 
just crazy, you know, it stood for that long. It's one of the, one of the longest standing world records out there uh, and one of the toughest to break because of those super suits. So we're going into the final, obviously a lot of expectations riding on uh, Popovici and uh, he got the job done, didn't he? he Broke 13 year old world record um, and I think he just really wanted to do it because he knew the boys were here. You know, he, he wanted to put on a show. He knew He knew we, we, we had a half pint in the in the stands. One, one thing to chip on, on there is that they, they never actually fill the glass up. Mm. Like this. Quick review on the Rome uh, pints. What were we saying? Really nice, really crisp. Oh, lovely. The first one we had was really needed, but the head on it is a joke. Christ. <laughs> like, and you don't you just can't ask someone to fill it back up. <laughs> but yeah, we were really excited for that one. We actually had someone... How is his surname pronounced? I th- I, so I've heard Popovich. Or Popovici. Yeah. I think it's Popovich. Oh, really? We've been told. Does it end in an I, though? I'm it does, but I'm not sure it's pronounced. Right. My, my Romanian, Romanian <laughs> pronunciation is not quite up to scratch. Just you'll yet, you you'll have to ask him in the call room. Yeah, soon, don't chat to see, see what no, <laughs> But yeah, no, it was, it was a really cool race. And from, from our point of view, I know the boys will get them on in a, in a second from more of a technical point. But it doesn't seem as though he goes out that hard at the halfway stage. He mm. doesn't look like he's going to go and break the world record. No, he's not but out super quick. He just he? he just holds that speed. He does really well in his back fifty. I mean, he's back in the semis in twenty four zero, which is, you know, absolutely that's the fastest back half of a hundred meter swim ever ever recorded in history. And if you go back and watch his race, it gets to about fifteen meters to go, twenty meters to go, and he just leaves the rest of the field. He almost builds that last fifty to to, to a really strong finish when a lot of people are kind of fading away. Um, so I was very very grateful I got to be part of that race because it was incredible history-making race I did okay personally you know nothing incredible but um, a decent time but yeah what what an exciting one to be part of and, and you know what a way to start your European Swimming Championships as a spectator yeah I, I can't I, maybe I have seen a world record in the pool but yeah I can't can't say I've seen many of them um, but I'm just trying to think what else we saw on, on that evening did you come back for another I didn't do a relay that night I don't think no, uh, we, I think we did see Freya Anderson in the 200 free semi-final that night and then the final the, the following night ah I see the, all, the, all the days emerging to one yeah. but Freya had a huge win didn't she Freya's been on great form uh, to her credit so she went and got a silver in the 200 metres freestyle her fourth medal of the meet actually the girls have been doing brilliantly it's interesting to see how some people have held up really well mm. coming from Worlds to Commonwealth Games to this Europeans for example like uh, James Wilby Freya Anderson you know James won the 200 breaststroke oh, James had an unreal race oh incredible on the Sunday night he won we, the 200 we breaststroke because he came from the outside lane as well he, he did he was lane ace we just scraped into the final but then you know executed a perfect race from the outside lane um, so it's really interesting to see how some people have bounced on but some people like you know myself I'm struggling with doing all these races Brody Williams you know Commonwealth champion on the 200 yeah. backstroke didn't you make the final yeah. last last uh, a few nights ago um, so it's really interesting to see the difference in how people have handled it but no complete credit to Freya you know executed a great race 156 lower fastest final swim actually fastest oh, wow. final of world champs and the final of Commonwealth Games you know in her third race and she's done a lot of racing because of the relays as well so yeah, of course. you know really really you know solid solid swim for her. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to see her well, uh, do well. Um, I think you are as well, Alex. Yeah, really, yeah. really yeah. pleased. No, it's good to see all the GB guys and girls doing well. Um, we were laughing because on the Sunday morning, because in the 200 free, I know a lot of you guys just just focus on the relay. Mm-hmm. We were laughing looking at the times because all of there were these empty lanes, mm-hmm. and, and we were like, well, especially the, the boys who can actually swim. Like, I reckon I've got a shot here. <laughs> and uh, it's not so much like Commonwealth where you have a wide spectrum of sort of times especially in the relays I mm. know you do have some, some slightly slower swimmers so we were um, we were chucking our hats in the <laughs> ring for that um, but go, moving on we really enjoyed the relay swims 
um, yes. on the the Sunday evening, which, which yes. you were involved in. Yeah, I, I, so I was so so I was part of the four by one hundred freestyle relay for the men. The women, the the, the GB women, won it a few nights yeah. prior. But yeah, so I was part of the the relay team. Oh, that, that's why I'm getting mixed. That up, was the one. I yes, that yes. Yeah. So I, I was part of the four by one hundred freestyle relay team last. Um, uh, Sunday, uh, last Sunday night, um, which was really, really exciting. You know, the four lads put together some great swims. I was really happy with my split back in the 47s again, 47 mid. Like I said, it's just not, I was splitting 46 sevens and stuff at Commonwealth Games, so it's not quite back there. Yeah. But, you know, I managed to find something and, and get it back into the 47, which is what we had to do because it was a really, really close final. Yeah. And we ended up getting a bronze, which was really exciting. Um, so we, we love Sunday night session. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, there were no lads in the 203 from GB, and that caused a bit of a stir in the media. And we've had a few um, questions about that. But like I said, coming to meet Worlds and Commies with the focus, this was very much relays the big thing for us and just enjoy swimming outdoors and swimming in Rome um, and that's what we've been doing let's, yeah let's go to the Sunday evening because I know the pool I think one thing that made the whole trip so good for us coming out is that the Italians love their swimming oh yeah and comparing it to being in Birmingham sort of a week and a half ago it's mad to see obviously all these European countries who didn't have to do obviously they did the Worlds but that was a little while ago now didn't have to do Commonwealth so as you say they're coming in fresh and they are ready to go and the Italian fans, even just stuff like after you guys dive in, it's, it kind of sounds like wee bowling. You know, <laughs> you know when you bowl it and it goes out the back and everyone goes, ooh. Yeah. So it goes, mm, and then they go, ooh. <laughs> it's, it's, it is really cool. The Italians absolutely love their swimmers. You know, um, they're, they're like celebrities out here. It's insane. But it is so funny, the contrast, because obviously in Birmingham a few weeks ago, as English swimmers, if we got a medal or we gave a wave to the crowd, the whole place just erupted. And now, like, we walk out for our relay team for, for, for GB, for example, and the four of us walk out and it's like silence. And then I just see three British fans, the three three boys out here, Alex, Luke and Oscar, going nuts. I see the GB flag. It's brilliant. It's really, really cool. Um, you know, yeah, love the British support out here. It's exciting. No, yeah, we're, we're enjoying ourselves. And as he's kind of mad. I think maybe it's, it's a British thing, but... The, even the Italian fans are getting behind. It seems as though they're obviously getting behind everyone, and it's it's, I don't, it's definitely not a hostile atmosphere because I've been to some hostile atmospheres at different football games. It's nothing like that, but you do see it when the GB guys and girls come out, and they just it kind of goes from like Switzerland get like a like a cheer, yeah. and then the GB it's kind of like tumbleweed. <laughs> I hear some crickets so. and stuff like that. <laughs> so, but that was why it was all the sweeter. A for James to win. Because yeah. it meant that the three of us could belt out the national anthem. And also, looking at the cameras on the other side of the pool, you know that if you've got a big enough flag, they're going to pick you up because there are literally no other GB people there. Absolutely. So we knew if we if we have the flag high enough up, then it was going to be us getting on the, the screens. And then we can absolutely... We'd enjoy it ourselves, but yeah, I'm not nice sure. Nice bit of screen did. time on oh, iPlayer. Great bit of screen time. Absolutely. Getting, uh, getting a few people saying, didn't realise you were in Rome this weekend. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Just absolutely everything. Your work still thinks you're yeah. working from home. <laughs> yeah, I would say like, yeah, working from home. <laughs> Joining the meeting from the stands. Yeah. Um, and then also it was so good that your relay team on the Sunday managed to sneak mm. on the podium as well. Yeah. I know, I don't know if you want to shout any of your boys in there, but I know that Ed, 
Ed Mildred had a really mm. sort of big last leg just to get that touch again. Yeah, Ed, Ed's had an interesting one. Uh, I think he's been a bit frustrated with a few of his swims while he's been, you know, at Commonwealth Games and things like that. Um, you know, just missing out on the on the odd final, but he had a great hundred fly. You know, PB down into the fifty ones. Uh, so they really wanted to test him, putting him on the anchor leg of the four ball one three because you know you're in the water. The Hungarians, the French, the the, the Italians. You know, such a strong team, and you know the anchor leg requires a real you know brave face real you've got to hold your nerve you've got to execute a good swim you know it's wavy out there it's really really a tough ask so to put him you know he's still a young lad to put him on that anchor leg was was brilliant and he executed a great race and, and did a, a good enough split to hold us in for, for a medal which was which was brilliant from him and, and that will just be invaluable he won't realize it now but I remember when I did my first anchor leg it's you know they ask a lot of you if you can hold your nerve and deliver, then that's just so, so great for the future. Yeah, and you were on the third leg for that relay. How did that feel? Because usually I've literally got a top here that says, I don't, I don't know if we mentioned, but we're actually, we are in the same room for the first time on the podcast. We are indeed, absolutely. Um, which so is, which I, quite... can, I can hold out my top to you <laughs> through the medium of real life. You can, you can, so touch, it you says, can touch the top. It says, oh wow, what an honour. It says, Team Tom, anchor man. Because normally I do the anchor leg, but no, I was on, I went third, so... Um, uh, no, I think I think I've got quite a decent third leg actually um, <laughs> on on the uh, on the relays. That is, is you, um, that was that had been said by not the first person. No, no, it's not the first first person to say that. Obviously, after the Olympics last year, doing an interview with Claire Balding, she was complimenting our third, you know, the third leg, um, which which was quite funny. And I've had quite a lot of people stop me in the street to speak about my third leg um, following that interview um, but no it was good it's yeah. worth saying though. it was worth saying and um, no I was really happy with it back down the 47s like I said and, and can you talk us through I don't know if you're obviously involved in those decisions but who makes those decisions on the relays because seeing over the last couple of weeks the weeks, mm. the relays are actually so important for medals and also yeah. just the, the general vibe who is who's A making that decision and why do you know the thinking behind putting you on the third rather than maybe having your quickest on the last so last it's a really interesting question so for those who don't really know as much about the world of swimming and, and how relays are selected in swimming there's the heat of the relay in the morning and then they do the final that evening um the interesting thing is you can completely change your four athletes between the morning and the evening you can have a completely different relay team so for swimmers for, for countries like america that have a lot of depth that's brilliant because it means they can rest their fastest guys so they can come in fresh on an evening uh, and, and, and do a quick and time than if they had to, you know, exert them some effort in the morning and, and do the heat swim. Whereas for countries, much smaller countries, they'll have to swim the same team. And for countries like us, you know, we might be able to change out one or two tops. You know, that's what we normally do. Um, you know, so save the two fastest guys and they normally come in on the evening. Um, but no, like you said, relays are such an important thing, especially for medal counts. So how it works is there's a number of coaches out here on the team with us or whatever team you go to each coach gets designated one relay so I think um, Dave McNulty so my home coach was the coach for the 4x100 meter freestyle men's relay so he will choose the heat team the four guys that he's going to swim in the heat and he'll choose who he rests and then following that they have a coaches meeting immediately after the heat session and he will um, approach the head coach with his plan for who he's going to rest, his reasoning behind it, based on how people have been swimming that week, 
you know, how good form they're on, how many races they've got that day, where they've got finals or semi-finals or heats that morning, um, based on their experiences in relays, how they normally delivered under pressure, how they are on the anchor leg, you know, they're good at relay, at lead off um, for the for the lead off leg of the relay. Um, so all these factors come into play. He'll write a plan up and he'll approach the head coach who ultimately has the final call. And that's how it's executed. And then about two in the afternoon, you get a voice note or a text from your coach and you say, right, this is the order. You're going third, you're going last, you're anchoring, whatever it might be. Um, so yesterday I got a voice note through and Dave said, right, you're going third, we need you in the engine room, which is right. the second and third guys. Not lead off, not anchor, we need you in the engine room because we want to test Ed on the anchor leg and we need him to be up there. Yeah. And we need him to be in the mix on that on that uh, final leg. That's the only way. We, we don't want him chucked in the middle. You know, We don't want him getting in the wash. We want to put him up there. We know he can do a good swim and, and it paid off and he delivered. So yeah. it's actually really, really tactical how they how they all that relay who they select who they rest uh and you do sometimes get a little bit of um disagreements if someone swum maybe a slow individual let's say someone does a slow 100 meter freestyle individual that week yeah. at the start of the week but then the following day they get a chance on the relay and they go really quick yeah but someone's gone quicker than them individually but maybe slightly slower you know on the relay or maybe slower in the morning but quicker and even there's so many factors that come into play and and ultimately it can be a bit touch and go sometimes and 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 but you can get a bit cagey and things like that so what i always try and do is i try and make my first swim of any relay of any 100 meter freestyle that i do at a meet absolutely spot on as quick as i possibly well, can in individual and whatever i do right, just yeah. I, especially just relay i just crowd. yeah literally stamp my name right i've gone 47 7 that's the quickest in yeah. the team i don't need to worry about not getting picked because yeah. the last day of every competition is the medley relay and, and you, you want to be, you want to be, be in that. You want to yeah. be the fight. You want to do the final of that, not the heat. So you need to stamp your name, and and that's what I try and do at the start of me. But yeah, it can get a bit. Yeah, and and to be fair to, I guess Dave in the selection. I know France later got disqualified, but mm-hmm. it was so close between you lot that actually, you know, in the end, it's paid off there in terms of getting a medal. Yeah, yeah. And it's a yeah, it's a really fair point because I'd always say, fair enough. If you've got, if you're within a sniff on that last leg, then. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, people would always back you and you back yourself. But if you're mm-hmm. getting left with too much to do, you've almost been wasted. It's almost like playing top trumps. It is. And getting to your last card, <coughs> having not used your, your bet, mm. one of your stronger cards early on. To the point where people even think about your physique. A small guy with not much muscle, quite light, you know, um, he would really struggle in, in a really wavy situation. Yeah. You know, if the, you know, you have these big guys, the Italians are big guys, the Hungarians, you know, these lads are six foot five, six foot six, hundred kilos, you know, just white water out there. Yeah. If you're a small guy, you're going to get kind of thrown around. <laughs> just got Yeah, you, you'd literally be thrown left to right. Um, you would... Someone go and get Ed! <laughs> the lifeguard starts diving in. And then you just jump in the air. So, you know, you've you got to take that into account as yeah. well. Um, so yeah, there's so many factors at play. Yeah, I think that's a, a really good point to leave sort of the, the competition stuff. As you say, this is the, the third and final one. Um, so it's, yeah, I'd say it's been it's been mad following you sort of this year, especially so closely, mate. I think it's been an interesting start to podcast as well. You know, we're yeah. kind of going straight into the depths of swimming uh, and and a bit of you know inside of swimming information. Um, but like we said, you know, we're going to settle into much more of a routine after this. And and what well, we're just going to start exploring, you know, other topics, guests being a big one for us. Uh, and yeah, like I said. More about the life of life of Mr. Sutton. Yeah, let's let's jump straight into the freestyle this week, which we're gonna get Oscar 
yeah, and Luke um, on, on this section. So yeah, let's, let's dive in there. Following on from what Alex and I have been talking about, and obviously we've been speaking about getting guests on at some point, this is uh, obviously our first venture doing it together, you know, in the same room, um, over the same mic, but we actually got uh, my two other mates who have come out to Rome, you know, two big supporters, both of Maidenhead and Team GB, um, to come out and, and support me out here in Italy for the Europeans. And we're going to just ask them a few questions about their experience. Yeah, let's do it. Do you want, do you want to introduce them? Sorry, of course. Yeah, I forgot. So, so you the introduction as well. So we've just two lads. <laughs> two, yeah. Anonymous. Um, we've got... What do you want to talk about today, <laughs> You know, they like change your voice when they're doing documentaries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got Luke Withers and Oscar Kelly, both Maidenhead veterans. I trained with them both when I was um, back in Maidenhead Marlins, uh, growing up through my troop years, and big swimming fans as well. Yeah, boys, what, how, how's your week been then? What's, what have been some of the highlights of yeah, Rome? Uh, it's been fantastic. First time abroad. First time actually going to see uh, Dino swim uh, major meets and see well since he left Marlins basically so it's been uh, really good fun uh, Rome's a fantastic place to go out to as well unfortunately got missed out on going to Birmingham but I think <laughs> Rome's more than made up for it yeah I can definitely say the same beautiful city to be in again my first sort of major international meet to come and watch weather's been beautiful and yeah the pool is spectacular so really really nice to be out here and on our boy yeah no it's, it's great fun i actually dipped up to the track this morning uh it's quite by quite close to the pool and it's just mad that i t- i had a feeling that i might be able to go on the track but you'd never be able to do this in england i think it must have been the warm-up track for the olympics stroll up sort of 10 o'clock this is the running track yeah the running track it's a um, like really nice surface jumped on it was a bit hot but just even stuff like that when when you can go and just get involved and I ended up actually jumping on a little session with some italians just dropping a few 400s which is really good fun was, so, it, was uh, it just like a local italian club or i don't know they seem to be just a group of guys and girls just they were doing they're doing eight by 400s but i was doing a, a couple of k's and a few fours but they were taking so much break on their fours because i think they're maybe sort of sprinters and trying to do it a little bit quicker so by the time i'd done my session they're on their last 400 as well so it worked perfectly um but i know that we've been getting about on the boys and stuff and it's your your two's first experience of the boys because i use them at work quite a bit the, vo- the boys are the uh, the electric scooters that they've got around a few different cities you introduced me to them yeah absolutely so they're they're big in bath they're big in Oxford now as well. Yeah. There's a f- obviously a lot dotted around We've got, we got indicators well. added to them. Which yeah, there have been a few upgrades, them. actually. Um, <laughs> no, they're spot on you. Let's just scan them and then you're off, aren't you? How, how have you boys found <laughs> trying to navigate the roads? There are a few potholes at points as well. You're, you're both, your phone's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, first time on a boy was whole new world, trying to uh, understand all the different buttons and stuff. <laughs> Go and stop. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex is saying to me, so it's this button to do this, this button to do that. Sensory overload, I think. Got the, got the hang of it quite quickly. But then we have to look out for the phone holders because uh, not the best. I managed to do well going at what feels about 30 miles an hour. Phone goes dropping onto my foot trying to get the boys to slow down. It was down. a great catch. I've never catch- seen a touch like that. <laughs> 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 Nearly did it around the world with my phone whilst on a boy. That would have been pretty impressive. And then something happened to you, I think, Oscar, didn't it? Oscar, yeah. you had your head under a car. <laughs> the car was wow. still moving. Yeah, I was being I was being followed by a car who was getting increasingly pissed off with my slow speed as it was. And when my phone fell out, uh, they, did, they didn't stop. My phone ended up under the car. Um, 
But yeah, we're all good. Phone is in one piece. You're in one piece. Yeah, no, you. Yeah. 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 What's more important? Where <laughs> are you at this stage? It, it would have been a trip and We we can't carry on. Yeah, we actually didn't think you were going to make it to the Sunday <laughs> final sessions either because you you were struggling in the heat a little bit. We did have a mad day. A bit sightseeing, wasn't it? We saw everything there was to see. Well, we saw everything there was to see, but yeah, it was a was a hell of a day for me, especially with the pool being outside and like not covered. I'm not. I'm not built for the sun, let's put it that way. I've got Irish roots in the family and there. And yeah, I was really feeling it after the heats in the morning and then heading straight out, seeing all the sights. So it was just an intense bit of sun for me, but came back home for a power nap and we were good to go. I was resurrected for the finals and I wouldn't have missed it. Wouldn't have missed it for the world. So good. I mean, yeah, that Sunday, we, we couldn't have had you missing that. And the other weird thing with the Sunday is that Lazio had a game and one thing that we haven't said to you is there were some internal well when I, po- I point to Tom when I said this there were some internal discussions of whether a trip to the football would have been possible <laughs> I was saying to the boys like when's his race maybe I could sneak a half like a half or we could sneak a half and then yes he goes oh boys do you know that Lazio are playing we're like I didn't no. know that I didn't know that was a football game on but um no, we kind of got the build up to the game, like people enjoying the, yeah, the cool. bars. And I, I was going around saying, buddy, they, they love the swimming out here, but then they're all wearing Lazio tops. So, um, they're going <laughs> yeah, to they weren't, you know, all dressed in blue, weren't they? That wasn't for Iceland or something, for the European <laughs> Swimming Championships. No, it was very much for football. Well, my coach Dave actually walked through the centre of town and he said it was absolutely bouncing. Like the Italian fans just love it out here, don't they? Yeah, they do. And uh, funny as well, because obviously you've got Lazio and Roma, and um, being, a, being a Liverpool fan, Luke and I were singing to the genuine Wijnaldum tune in a, mm-hmm. in a very nice uh, gelato store. And then the Italian guy behind the bar started singing along, because obviously Wijnaldum is now at Roma, so we're making links everywhere we're going sort of thing. I guess finally to finish up, you boys are both swimming coaches, so both very, very much more aware of the technicalities of the sport than I am. I'm very grateful for you both sort of keeping me... Uh, up to speed with the races but just quickly who's sort of been the we spoke a little bit about Popovich but technically or something that the swimmer's done this week that you've seen that really impresses you and and I guess why yeah I mean the other standout is obviously Popovich as you mentioned I was talking about the way he hits the water so hard but so clean is very impressive but I'm sure everyone will be able to notice that by now a few like things have gone under the radar because of it I mean one for me was Milak, if you watch his underwater phase, every race he does, he comes up practically like a body length ahead. He might go into a turn level and just be in the lead straight away. And to go 50.3 and 100 fly final at Europeans, mm. no one's even spoken about it. And that's like half a second off world record. Mm. Well, that's huge at this stage of the season. So I think he's probably been my standout, really. And obviously some good GB performances in there as well have been great to watch especially with how tired people like Dino and some of, some of your friends as well. Yeah, and just quickly, um, before we jump on to um, Oscar's tactic and technical bit, um, about Milak, he actually tripled last night. He did a 100 fly final, 50.3, backed up with a 200 free, I think he's 146 or something like that, and then backed up with a 47-400 free split. Sorry, 47-2-6, oh, wow. free split on the 4 by one to get the Hungarians that goal, which which is absolutely insane. And, and you know, those three times for the non um, swimming fans they're incredible they're, it's, it's insane and that's a really tough triple for him that's a Duncan standard triple that exactly uh, yeah my sort of standouts as more of a swimming fan than anything else I've seen some sort of bucket list swimmers that I never really thought I'd get to see kind of swim before my eyes is definitely Greg Pouchonero 
uh, that 800 was quite something. It just looked like a really straight sort of textbook 800. You couldn't have asked him to swim it any smoother. And he still looked so easy doing it. Like, he was a good body length or two clear by the final 50. And just watching his stroke go over, it just looks so easy. And that's obviously coming from the open water 1500 background but mm. it's a stroke that I haven't really seen before so that was awesome to watch and then dropping it right down to the sprints of Sarah Strostrom mm. like you can't she is a legend of the sport and it was really clear to see why in the 50 fly just absolutely wiping the floor with everyone and doing it without breathing as well I know that's a common thing that the men are now starting to do but I haven't really seen it in the women's sprinting so to see her do that was quite special for me no it's it's, it's absolutely spot on and they're two giants of european swimming you know greg powell an incredible distance swimmer i think should be the world record holder of the 1500 the only person ahead of him is the well-known drugs cheat sun yang from china um so yeah he's, he's an incredible swimmer and yeah so so sure you know it's just crazy that she's just still rocking up just cleaning up on the women's sprint events i spent i was chatting to her earlier in the week and so she was like, this is a working week for me. Turn up, win the races, you know, get out. It's literally that routine for her and it just shows the calibre of athlete she is. And just finally, how would you rate the technical half-pint touring ability of the mm. bar staff at the pool? In one word, like boys. Subpar. <laughs> Oscar? That's I'd say disappointing. Yeah, yeah a, lot, a lot of head. Heard across the board. Um, yeah, so that's, that's probably time to wrap up on that one. I know... You're you off on holiday, probably a well-deserved mm. break. I am, yeah, I've got a month off, month away from the pool. I can't wait. And yeah, stay out here in Italy for, for a few days after. Yeah, that'll be class. Yeah, as, as always, do uh, follow us on the weekly freestyle on the Instagram. We're very keen to hear from you and hopefully get a bit of content out there. But yeah, I'm looking forward to a few episodes coming up in, in the following weeks where maybe, yeah, we're obviously going to be talking about the competition side and stuff so much. And potentially get some more guests like these guys. Which mm. Brilliant, and just yeah, getting into some other stuff outside the competition, which would be great. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting when we get started with more of a routine. We've got a few exciting things in the works, guys, so yeah, keep an eye out for them. Perfect, catch you next week.